Hello there, this is John Falola. Thank you for joining me on today's broadcast of Sea Tribe Global Community. As amazing as today's, all the greatest proof of life is that you're still here. You're listening today, and uh, whether how messed up things may be for you, or matter how great it may be for you, because either way, is Ali. Possible spectre, <laughs> human beings experiences life. Excuse me, please. So basically, just like two spectrums of life you always see. Um, in this life, you would always have trials and tribulations, and Jesus said you'd overcome. So. I'll be teaching Thanksgiving with the end in view. Thanksgiving with the end in view. Thanksgiving with the end in view. So I read from Philippians 4 18 to 19. And now I have it all and keep getting more. The gifts you sent with Epaphroditus were more than enough. Like a sweet smelling sacrifice roasting on the altar, filling the air with fragrance and pleasing God to no end. Pleasing God no end. You can be sure that God will take care of you everything you need. His generosity is exceeding even yours in the glory that pours from Jesus. You see, one of the things about our God is this. Our God is generous, as in very, very generous. Because the only thing that people, sometimes people call his generosity grace. You know, the fact that he pours his generosity on your woman race, on your woman capacity, on your woman endeavors. Because how do you really explain the fact that um, whenever, let me go back to the Old Testament now. When they were about to take hold of the Promised Land, how do you explain the fact that manna came through and the instructions were take what you needed and the rest got spoiled? And every new day, it brought provision and the instruction was take what you needed. And don't store, you know. I would like to draw a lesson from the manner situation. You see, with God, with God, He would always give you what you need, not necessarily what you want. And sometimes we need to be able to tell the differences. Once you get what you need, the ones are just like what we call jaraya, like a they are added on um, blessings based on um, Maslow's hierarchy theory. Once your basic needs are met, you are not in a place of desperation. You are not in a place whereby you would um, you won't think straight to make decisions. So uh, God knows this already. He created humanity. He knows. The Hebrew Maslow's hierarchy of need, but we, we do know. 
and the amazing truth about life is this i figured this a while ago and the people who get things done get a lot done from rest as in they get to think from a long-term perspective the people who think short-term perspective they tend to do things with haste and they tend to be shocked all the time by uh, new developments and all of that well, what do i mean by this whenever god wants to do a new thing in our lives he introduces disruptions you know even in your personal life even in your in the life of your business or your nation when god and that's why sometimes it's always good for you to be the one listening and you move out of time because if you are a friend of god he would tell you certain things and you'd make moves out of time and the beauty of that is this whether you make the move or not god will always disrupt what it is that you call certainty because it wants you to be able to elevate yourself above your normalcy above your comfort zone above what you think you are because human capabilities are limitless that's why i believe that our purpose is not just one thing our purpose can be different things based on the mind of god concerning our lives at different times at different seasons of our lives or based on the fulfillment of a certain phase of our lives so the purpose of your existence is always curated by your relationship with god it tells you his mind about a certain thing but though you can look back at the end and realize that there's something in common or even from the beginning you can realize that there's something in common across every assignment because your purpose can be static but assignment can vary so if you are not flexible you would miss out on the flexibilities of a purpose i think that's a better way to put it as a people's purpose is multi um diversified because god created them that way it can operate in different mountains in different capabilities so it's not as if they're trying to be jack of all trades it's because god kept that expression getting capacity to juggle different balls not everybody can juggle different balls some people can just juggle one ball and succeed at it they move to the next ball some people can do it simultaneously and they'll be fine so that's why in the parable of talent the bible talks about the one that god gave one talent two talents five talents you see every human being have capabilities the greatest problem of humanity is that you get jealous of somebody's capacity instead of you focusing on your own capacity and realizing that you have enough reason to, enough reason to be grateful for what you have your job is to multiply what you have and leave god to increase you as time unfolds you know, many at times we don't realize that life as a law, as a structure, you know, the reason why you give thanks is because you want to be more. And an ingrate will never be more. If you are an ingrate in life, you can never outgrow your circumstances. You would be stuck. But if you are grateful, just by being grateful alone, that you have a life. That you can think straight that you have a future to even think about or to reason out you know that alone draws god to you because a heart of gratitude 
always opens you up for miracles. What 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 I mean by this? Even in the New Testament, when Jesus was about to perform the miracles of uh, feeding about fifteen thousand people, you saw two breads and five fishes. Just imagine, you know, in my own imagination, that whole crowd must have been broke, or probably there must have been no food in that camp. Just only what that boy was carrying. And for Jesus to be burdened, it wasn't because they can't go and feed themselves somewhere, but just because it felt like after feasting on God's word, it would be appropriate for you guys to be to be physically fed, so that they don't they don't feel like our God is just a God that seeks righteousness or seeks all those things and don't take care of your woman nature. That's a big lie. So he give thanks. And the more they broke the bread, the more they had baskets filled. You know, this same miracle is a miracle that addresses the idea of giving. Your, give, your resources may be small, but the more you give in alignment with God's will, I don't mean you are giving to suit your ego. I don't mean you are giving to, to, um, to gain accolades. I don't mean you are giving to show yourself off. I'm saying giving in alignment with God's will, God will always multiply what you think is, is is enough just imagine somebody cutting just two breads and he fills up over 12 baskets you're cutting it and it's becoming old bread just imagine that the fish too you are cutting it and it's becoming loops is becoming different baskets so you could feed five thousand um uh men not counting women and children which will be more let's approximately about 15,000 of them. My own point is this. Gratitude is application for more. If you give thanks for the little you have, there's a possibility of a miracle to, to, to happen. But if you grumble over the little you have, you obstruct the way for newness to happen to you. Gratitude is the basic requirement for you to accept a miracle before God. Being grateful every morning you wake up, being grateful, being appreciating the fact that you have a life is enough reason for God to give you longevity of life. Same thing happens in every area of your life. If you are going through a bad time, be grateful for it. That's a proof that you would have a good time or great times ahead. But the main thing about it is this our lives is in phases, but if you don't understand the phases you are in, you keep moving around that circle <laughs> there comes a point in your life whereby you need to master even failure you need to master success so that you can be able to recreate your miracles why do I say this you will see that God does not do miracles the same way twice is very creative with our miracles or expression of his deeds in our life and the dominion mandate says that be fruitful so the first miracle he does for you or the first or the any miracle he does for you is about fruitfulness he, he comes in and helps you to be fruitful but he expects you to have to ask questions or to be able to download principles or how or the know-how to sustain your miracles 
to recreate your miracles multiply your miracle is about you recreating that miracle not you you ensuring that that miracle does not run out on you what done by this you notice that even in the book of first kings or is this first kings 18 or probably second kings 18 whereby the shunamant uh, the widow approached prophet elisha and he said to him that her husband was in death she need, or her late husband had died but that they had that they had said they were come and carry her two sons and she needed she needed a way out of this mess and the first thing the prophet said to her he said what do you have listen to me no matter how bad your circumstances there's something you have that can move you to the next phase that's why I don't know maybe that's why in my conversations I'm, I'm always very resourceful I was in a business conversation with somebody and the person's asking me to pay some money and I'm and I was being resourceful I'm saying that I have a piece of land if you are really, 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 really very serious about paying me my money, you know, let's I'll give up the land as a shorty. You run the money up and pay me for my services, and I can make the deductions for the loans I have. Next thing the person starts abusing me to, to show you how unresourceful this person is, or the person has agenda. Do, do, do you get? So in this scenario of a miracle now. Or getting up of a mess she obeyed she has, she has a bottle a jar of oil that after they use that jar they can die they can go and die and the man and the and the prophet gave an instruction go and look for a jar the more they poured from a jar a jar is like a jug of water like a jug that used to drink water the more they poured from that jar into different barrels barrels that were bigger than that jar it filled up jars um barrels till she had no more barrels to fill what do you call that that is the supernatural influencing your natural why does this thing happen it's because our god knows that our humanity is limited our humanity is limited in the bible there were different times of famine the first scenario was the case of abraham the instruction was different from the scenario of isaac abraham's time was he should get out of the land look for somewhere else and he got to and he, and he found canaan right isaac's own instruction was to stay in the land and he reaped a thousand fold or a hundred fold rather my point now is this in every circumstances you find yourself whether a financial famine a marital famine famine any reality of life really that's uncomfortable to you all you need to look for, for is an instruction from God because everybody, God knows the instruction that will lead to your next phase. You don't even need money, you don't need people. The first thing first is what's the instruction? If you need people, it will give you the instruction on who to reach out to. If you don't need people, it will give you an instruction of what to do to command your blessings. In this kingdom, our currency for sustenance and thriving is instructions. If you don't if you don't obey instructions you will miss out on god and you'll be blaming god i've learned this the most difficult ways to know that the, it's, it's like a general giving an instruction in the things of the battlefield of life and they give you an instruction you go and do your own you don't come back you're not saying that the general gave you wrong the rule of the game is this our god is a god that has been around for for centuries 
for thousands of years. And the Bible says that this God, a day before this God is like a thousand years. Another translation says that it's about 10,000 years. Who else can you trust with your life to give you an instruction that will guarantee your success than this living God? So sometimes I wonder where people get so religious that they don't realize that our livelihood, our sustenance, even our survivor depends on thus say the Lord. Depends on what God says to you. I don't mean corporate, corporate discussion now. God can say something through this preaching now and you can deduce what he's saying to you. That is a different thing now. I'm saying many a times he will need to speak to you personally to be able to have personal victories in anything you are going through. So you shouldn't be found like a child in the matters of, an, of adulthood in the kingdom of God. Whereby you're supposed to be having conversations with your God. So you must understand these things. Even if you see a problem that is long-standing, there's a purpose for it. Because everything before God has an expiry date. Everything you are going through has an expiry date. And if that expiry date happens, bam, you will know. Even your enemy will not even be able to play reggae and blues with you again. You will know. Because you'll be on top of things. Take it as, as I said it. It says you will not be tempted more than your capacity. You think that he doesn't know what you can take and what you can't take? He knows your limitations. He knows your strength. He knows your, your, he knows you more than you know yourself. So why would you think that the most powerful weapon in this life is actually gratitude? In all things, I, I give thanks. In all things, I give thanks. In all things, I give thanks. In all things, I give thanks. And that's why I always get an idea out of every single situation. No matter what happens to me, the first thing I do, I give thanks. I give thanks because the only way to find a way out is, is, is in gratitude. No wonder when Jesus wants to do any miracle he gives thanks first and that opens the heaven for miracles to happen the same principle can be applied to your life people praise god even with their problem the most difficult time to praise god is when you have a problem because it doesn't feel like that you don't feel like giving thanks you don't feel like saying thank you because what are you saying thank you for even if you want to resurrect the dead give thanks first and touch the person, carry a mantle and wipe the person. Wake up. You are going through a dead circumstances. Somebody is giving you a problem. Give thanks first. If you like, you wipe the person, spiritual cord, eh? for the person to have sense, you first give thanks first. You give thanks first. Thanksgiving is our greatest weapon of warfare. You might believe in fasting and prayer. Because he says it will move certain mountains, but Thanksgiving moves everything, it moves God. Your fasting and prayer can move mountains, right? Thanksgiving brings God into your circumstance. And God showed they don't burn any devil well. He go bow. The one we go wrong, the one that will run, kitty kitty, kata kata, we run. 
So let me just be honest with you. These are principles that works any day, any time. Till Jesus comes. As in, it's the greatest powerful principle that you ever hear. Thanksgiving. Give thanks at all times. Thanksgiving is a weapon that God responds to. It's our own, it's our own drums of war. If you are going through tough times. It's our own drums of victory. If you are going through good times. It's our own drum of celebration. If you are going through, you know, a season of testimonies and all those things. Thanksgiving is not even no season. It responds to the idea of the person giving it. A recognition that God is our sovereign power over everything they go through in life. So, I say, I put this to you, give thanks this morning. Give thanks from the point of view that nothing can stop your destiny. Give thanks from the point of view that even what you see as a problem is not a problem before God. Give thanks because <laughs> your problem is not is, is insignificant before God. If you are sick in your body, if you are terminally ill, listen to me and listen very well. Get you a minstrel or get you a speaker that plays music and give thanks. Give thanks the way you know how to give thanks. Celebrate God the way you know how to give thanks and ask Him for anything you desire. Because like you see, that know where you're like where the thing is paining you. Ask Him for what you desire. In alignment with His will, oh, because it says healing is the children's bread. Your mouth is your tool of deliverance. You are first your own prophet, your own prophet. So what you confess is very, very important. So I had this to your faith. I decree and I declare, as you follow this guideline, giving thanks and declaring your own liberation and healing, may God visit every bone, every cell, every fabric of your being and give you health of mind, body, and soul in the name of Jesus Christ. I decree over you, listen to me. In this season of celebration, in this season of gratitude, in this, in this season where family come together to celebrate Christmas, you won't just be celebrating Christmas, you'll be celebrating the evidence of this season, which is Jesus Christ. And it comes with gifts. It comes with abundant gifts. It, it comes with, you know, God surprising you pleasantly. I pray over you that may you have pleasant surprises for all to see and behold that God is faithful. God is whom you call him to be to you. He's, he has multiple faces, multiple expressions. But God is whom you call him to be to you. So I thank you for listening. Remember, Thanksgiving is our weapon. Thanksgiving is our weapon. So give thanks at all times. In all things, I give thanks. See you same time next week. God bless you. Have a wonderful week ahead. In Jesus' wonderful name, we've worshipped.